We're just boys. We're just boys. And we like beer. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondells, IPAs, cider stouts from the USA. We're just boys. And we like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Welcome to Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. And as always, thank you, Chris Hitchcock, for our awesome theme song. You also can find Stephen at Southern Bling Beer Reviews on Instagram. You can find our producer, Chase, at Nutmeg 2 Palmetto on Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me, Wayne's Beer Delivery, on Instagram and YouTube. Gentlemen, we have a very interesting episode coming up today. First off, huge thank you to John Sharkey for giving us the amazing opportunity to go out to the Greenville Beer Fest at Four Field and just to set up our banner, set up a little booth to go out and being able to get our name out there and talk to breweries and get back to what the main reason we brought this podcast together for to shine light on local breweries around South Carolina and around other areas. Hashtag drink local. <laughs> Absolutely. There were plenty of, Wayne unfortunately was unable to join us. Well, you know, some of us have to work for a living sometimes, you know. But there was a lot of representation around the upstate of South Carolina. Um, There was also some representation from Georgia and North Carolina as well. So we're going to start off our what are are we drinking today with uh, a couple North Carolina breweries. Wayne, let's start with yours. Well, what we have here today is from Highland Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. This is their Black Mocha Stout. It says, bold coffee and dark chocolate notes command this award-winning dry stout. A little of 5% alcohol by volume, so let's, uh, can't pop the can. Let's have to... We're starting this off heavy. <laughs> pop the top. Pop the top again. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep doing that throughout the duration. Throughout and, and even, the life of the show. <laughs> and even though our listeners can't see what's around us, we're coming to you today from my house. And in true Southern hospitality that Chase is learning, we've got sausage biscuits and jelly biscuits. It works well with this whole breakfast and beers theme. <laughs> Sausage biscuits and a mocha stout. Yep. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. This looks like Coca-Cola. <laughs> Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers to another great episode. Well, it surely doesn't Roasty, smell like Coca-Cola. Roasty kind of maybe coffee aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, I get coffee on the flavor. Black mocha. Black mocha, of course, is a, uh, <laughs> a popular style of coffee, I suppose. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I don't drink coffee, but it sounds familiar. <laughs> this has got a good black coffee taste to it. Okay, so I'm not off base. Good. 
Definitely, if you're looking for a beer that's got a sweetness to it, this is not your beer. But it's not bitter either. It's 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 just, it's just got good. I don't pick up as much on the dark chocolate notes as I do the coffee. But it's, it's yeah, I'm picking up the bold flavors of the coffee, which is usually overpowering anyway in a beer that's has that supposedly has chocolate notes. Coffee is a strong additive. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll back that up. I don't think it's overpowering either. It's, it's everything's noticeable. Or maybe not everything, but everything you would expect from something that tastes like a coffee stout, coffee porter, whatever the case may be, to taste like. It's all noticeable. But yeah, it's not overpowering. It's not bitter, like Wayne mm. said. Nice, easy to sip on. Good breakfast beer, Wayne. Shame I just can't start my day every day like that with this beer. <laughs> oh, going to face the public would be so much better with a little bit of a buzz on it. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. So, uh, now, I've only been to Asheville once since I've been down here. And um, it was, unfortunately, was not to go to any breweries. Have you guys been up to Highland? Yes, uh, been up to Highland many a times. No, I've been through Asheville plenty of times, but uh, I don't think we've ever stopped there, much less for a brewery, so it's on my list of things to do. Yeah. So it's coming up, the annual release of Cold Mountain, and guys literally camp out up there to be able to go to Cold Mountain. Yeah, it looks like on their website, it's like a three or four day event. It is. And last year, one of our previous, um, well, last time, the Clock Tower Taproom, Eddie was able to get the coconut version, and he didn't even know exactly what it was when he got it, and it sold out. You know, he talked about that. It sold out pretty quickly because everybody goes crazy over the original one, but when they add adjuncts to it, <laughs> yeah, I think Eddie said that uh, next week or pretty soon he's actually getting that back again this year. So mm-hmm. he is. Any of you, any of you people out there that are Cold Mountain fans that don't want to go up to Asheville, well, you can go to downtown Simpsonville. <laughs> That's um, tell him we sent you. <laughs> Drop the upstate beer boys name, please. <laughs> All right, so that was uh, Highlands Black Mocha Stout. What's next? I got, I'm going to uh, start off, this is going to be a consistent theme throughout the next few episodes. I'm going to progressively work a little farther north with a few beers. And the first one is I'm going to stay in North Carolina and share with you guys a beer that I think you boys have both had before. Um, it's an IPA, which Stephen and I are, on the train of getting Wayne more in love with IPAs by the, by, by the days, weeks, and months. And I say IPA, are you sure you've had that one before? <laughs> yes, I have. I know I have. <laughs> um, but this one is around Charlotte by the name of Noda Brewing Company. And it's called Radio Haze, 6% Juicy and Hazy IPA. Woody and, what's Woody and Wilcox? You guys know that? Oh, is that a radio station? 108.5 BM? Uh, Charlotte. Yeah, okay. All right. Classic. 
Jack wants some. <laughs> Jack wants some beer. I guess Jack's not a black milk of stout fan because I think he didn't really want no part of that. Jack may be like me and not like coffee. <clears throat> Touche. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to square that. You're from the north, but you don't like coffee, but it's cold up there, so. It's just hot chocolate. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm all down for hot chocolate. Yes, sir. <laughs> Not much caffeine in that, though. Well, if I'd have known that, I'd have, I got some Lucky Charms hot chocolate. I could have made you some <laughs> Lucky Charms hot chocolate. Get on the uh, Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and we're talking. <laughs> now, this one... Now, my, when I think of a hazy, I think of like those dark orange colors, and this is a little lighter. This is almost like a shandy kind of color, pale ale kind of color, maybe even, well, I, won't, I don't want to say a Kolsch, but something in the vein of that, maybe a Heffernwizen type of color. Um, it's a very light type of hoppy smell. Mm-hmm. Cheers, Al. Cheers. The color to me kind of looks like when back in the day you had the orange juice concentrate in the little things in the frozen section of cans, and your dad mixed it and put too much water in it. That's what the color looks like. (laughs) You have to peel the paper off of it. (laughs) But it's got a nice orangey smell for sure. And spoiler, yes, I've had this one before. It's really good. So I've had lots of Noda. This is not my favorite from them, even being a hazy IPA guy. My favorite is the, and I may not be talking about it or saying it right, Captain Peanut Butter's Revenge. (laughs) I hope that's the name. (laughs) I'm pretty sure if it's not that, it's very similar. And basically it's a chocolate peanut butter. It's thick. It sells out. Really quick. It's really good beer. It's not, is this not bitter? No. It's not bitter. It is pretty juicy. It's like carbonated orange juice. Yeah. (laughs) Goes right along with the theme with the uh, black mocha. Got your coffee, not got your orange juice. (laughs) A little coffee, a little orange juice to go with our sausage and biscuits. (laughs) All right, so I just cracked open a beer that I picked up yesterday at the eight state bottle release for the Angry Chair. You're going to bring us back over the border? Yep, bring you back over the border. (laughs) It's the rice lager with marshmallows. It's a collab. Thank you. <laughs> it's a collab. Little, little jab at Chase. Um, collaboration with Westbrook Community Tap and Eight State. And it's called Rice Crispy Boy. Rice Crispy Boy. Yeah. B O I. This is a very similar color to the note. Well, oh, maybe not. Mm-mm. I was thrown off by the mm-hmm. uh, the fizzy pour. Mm. Kind of smells like a rice crispy treat. No, it's a lager. lager. It's a rice lager. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Oh. 5% ABV, 16-ounce can, 
Keep cold, drink fresh. This is bringing me back to my childhood. Dang it, this don't smell like a rice cookie treat. Aroma is right on par. So last year I was... Last year, a guy named Mike Agostino helped me get three sons, and they took marshmallows and Rice Krispies, and they brewed a beer very similar to this, and it was spot on. Yeah. This is really good. This is just a... If it wasn't so expensive, I would get a lot of it, and that would be my everyday drink. <laughs> do you guys, uh, do, what do you guys get out of the aroma? Is it, the, like, I get that marshmallow vanilla. I smell the marshmallow right away. Rice Krispie <clears throat> treats yeah. all day long. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So, to the listeners out there, we went from a dark beer to an extremely sweet or excuse me, we went from a dark beer to a hazier beer to an extremely sweet. I can contest it is very, very light sweet. beer. <laughs> I don't expect sweet from a rice lager. Yeah. But well when I'm you add the marshmallows. <laughs> well you like something extra, so that's I got plenty of extra. extra. So I'm double fisting. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm still trying to finish my nota. That's the dessert from breakfast, the Rice yep. Krispie Treat. <laughs> well, I had an orange marmalade biscuit, so that was kind of like <clears throat> my dessert. So I'm like... He transitioned his taste palette throughout the course of breakfast, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm still <laughs> sipping on my tropical IPA from Still Hands. Still Hands? It's down by where I where I yep. One one of the uh, many breweries that was at the beer festival that we got to enjoy. They were yes. All right. Well, on that note, let's take a quick break here, and when we come back, we will listen to who you guys may or may not have spoken with that may or may not have already been on our show. Stay tuned, to the Upstate Beer Boys, and find out. The only joint my mama burned. Was on the rural route She parked in old man Taters woods So she wouldn't be found out Turned off her dome light Snuck off by herself Crashed down beneath that window Fired it up and gave it hell At that hangout my daddy used to Hang around We watched it all go up and smoke Until it all came down and Just like that the taps and stools And tables got turned on the joint my mama ever burned I'll get sassy and bluegrass come on down at the west end of Greenville is your producer Chase and your mayor Steven and we managed to wrangle friend and former guest of the show Josh from New Groove down at the Greenville Beer Festival at Floor Field Josh what do you think is it your first time here did you bring any special beers any new beers so not our first time uh, this would be our third visit to the Greenville uh, Craft Beer Festival. Uh, we brought out our uh, Sonata con Legno, fruit fermented Marzen, uh, lemons, uh, mixed fermentation sour. We did in collaboration with Newgrass out of uh, Shelby, North Carolina. Uh, and our uh, Can I Kick It double IPA, uh, which was a collaboration with uh, Don from the uh, from uh, Quest Brewery. Uh, Greenville's actual second brewery. Um, 
Yeah, so that's what we... Lost my trick. It's all right. It's a, it's a day like that. I tried the can you kick it before. You poured me for that a little bit ago. And it was a nice, solid, juicy, hazy IPA. Not too bitter. Um, what's... What's the kind of vibe feeling you've gotten from being around here today with between all the people or the other brewers, places you know, places you don't know? Oh, no, it's, uh, every festival is great to come together with other breweries. We'd see old friends, um, you know, uh, you know uh, background we talked about in our interview before. We, uh, Jonathan and I were home brewers. Um, several of these breweries here locally here to Greenville we started off as home breweries. Uh, people that work at those breweries were home brewers. Um, so it's, it's good to be able to connect. You know, you know life, life gets busy once you open a brewery. Um, so you don't get to see your people a lot. Uh, so it, it's fun to, to get together and, and see everyone. Uh, you know, a great, a great representation of, of beer from uh, the upstate of South Carolina here today as well as uh, other places across the uh, uh, southeast and, uh, and U.S., um, uh, a lot of great beer here today. So it's almost, for you, it's almost like a high school reunion of sorts. Uh, very much, yeah, yeah. You get to, yeah, you're, you're not, uh, just walking over here uh, a while ago, you just run into someone you've not seen for uh, what, what feels like a couple weeks, but is actually like a couple years, you know. So uh, uh, then you catch up, you know, the, the whole how things are, go- how are things going, uh, good to see you, uh, let's hang out and have a beer later type thing, yeah. So you said Lemons was a collab with Newgrass, right? Yeah, Newgrass Brewing, Shelby, North Carolina. Uh, so Zach, uh, head brewer there, um, uh, beer genius. Uh, he was a brewer at Thomas Creek for years. That's where we met. Uh, as well, uh, Cousin uh, Magnetic South just opened up here recently. Uh, former brewer at, at Thomas Creek. Uh, Josh uh, with Thomas Creek is here today as well. Um, Another Josh. Another Josh, yeah. yeah. Always, always trust the Josh in, uh, in uh, the Bruce beer, yeah. Uh, uh, Zach's not here. Newgrass is not here representing, but uh, you know, he, uh, Newgrass is de- definitely a part of uh, upstate, upstate beer. Steven decided to run off and then come back, co-host. Well, we had a... <laughs> New Groove is what's up. My favorite brewery in I had to run off because a guy was asking us what the sign was and why we're doing here not giving beer. We don't brew, folks. <laughs> Ask Josh a question. Talk about beer. That's right. Only talk about beer. That's right. Best beer news in the upstate. In <laughs> Thank you so Carolina. much. My heart, it's warm. It tingles. From the nutmeg state all the way down to the palmetto. She remembered the story to my name, folks. <laughs> so, did you already talk about what beers you brought? Uh, yeah, yeah, we covered the uh, yeah, we covered the beers. Yeah. Is there any beer that is coming out that you're excited about? Oh yeah, um, I think we actually talked about this on the podcast. We've got the the uh, Black Friday Mister Plane release. Um, so we'll have the Mister Plane variants on. We're actually this year doing uh, a, a special non-barrel release Imperial Stout, uh, which uh, we've not. Really, uh, not told anyone yet. So, okay. you heard it here first. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Non-barrel aged uh, Imperial Stout uh, that'll be coming out uh, on on Black Friday. We do the the tap blackout uh, tap takeover for dark beers on that day. 
yeah, so that, that's that's what's upcoming. Yep. Some of my favorite beers that New Groove's been brewing, though, are something that is made up in the Northeast where you're from. And, okay. Um, it's called Smooge. So I don't know if you've Smooge. ever had them, but OMG, New Groove. Well, but it may be for some people, but I'll tell you what. Women like it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Women freaking like it. It is so delicious. And um, we're talking about the smooge beers. The smooge beers? Yeah. Oh, Have you ever had smooge? No, never. Absolutely delicious. Fruity, sour. So Creamy. Smooge, I think, is from uh, Michigan, actually. But the, yeah, the we're smoo- making smoogey type smoogies. That's what these are. Uh, we sell out within like one week every single time we make one. My very favorite one that we got, and Jared, he's here somewhere. One of our friends that comes to beer shares and stuff like that at New Group, um, he brought something from Pennsylvania down called Smooge, and it was a pina colada smooge. And then, um, absolutely delicious. A four pack is like how much? I mean, freaking expensive. Like, like 30, 40 bucks per, per like four pack or whatever. And, and it is delicious. And we started making smooshes and we've made several different variants and, and people love them. And just for the listeners, audio pleasure, we introduced Josh before, but you jumped in halfway. We didn't get to introduce you. My name's April Dotson, Josh Dotson's wife. It's my, my beautiful wife, April. Yes. <laughs> Josh is better half, ladies and gentlemen. A fan of uh, our groovy smoogies, uh, yes. ob- obviously. <laughs> yes, and and it's kind of like a beer cocktail if you if you think about yeah, so it's, like it's, what it's, you're it's, looking it's, for. It's technically not a beer. Uh, it's a it's a hard seltzer and paleo hard seltzer. We do uh, the uh, inspiration came from a, a company in Michigan uh, that makes a, uh, a, a cocktail beer, smoothie beer, a seltzer smoothie called Smooch. Um, and there was, uh, if, if you're if you're into craft beer and kind of follow beer brewery stuff, uh, there was a, a brewery in the, the northeast New England area uh, that was uh, approached with a lawsuit from Smooge uh, about their Smoogey beers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so we so what we did we pulled out our, our groovy smoogey, uh, just waiting on our cease and desist, trying to get famous. Uh, we also have a, a great uh, Metallica branded T-shirt. Uh, I'm wearing a, a hoodie right now. Uh, if Metallica wants to send us a decent cease and desist as well. Uh, <laughs> just 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 uh, riding that popularity train. But no, so it's it's a it's a fun style. It's a very fun style. Uh, heavy on the fruit, um, heavy on the uh, the seltzer. Uh, yeah, people love them. People. people love them. And new, like when you not come, not just to, women, not just women, but but I'll tell you what, like we when we make one, they're not on the shelves for more than a week. We sell out fast. <laughs> Hey, I got no shame. I'll admit to liking smoothie beers. That's fine. I love you, grass. It's fruited sours. Heavy fruited sours. That's it. And just to recap, you and New Group tend to be kings of the collab. So Schmooze is an upcoming collab that you're working with. 
Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah, we've not, no, we've not, uh, sorry. Uh, none of our smoogee, groovy, groovy smoogee beers have been, groovy smoogee seltzers have been uh, collaborations. That's uh, just we've something we do. we come up with our own mixes of them. We um, did, though. So we have, a, I don't know if you know, we have a resident um, rock star that uh, works on staff at New Groove. Uh, name's Brad Paris. Uh, he's right now touring with uh, Dying of the Fetus. A, a wild, uh, uh, yeah, it's a metal band called Dying Fetus. Um, he's a he's the bass player for Nile, which is known a, a, a very big band here from uh, Greenville, South Carolina, uh, known from the world, known in the world. Uh, Brad's a great guy. So we so uh, we the la- most recent Smoogee beer was uh, Brad's Blood. Uh, we did for and it Halloween. sold out on Halloween night. Yeah. So it's, this past Halloween. Yeah, this this the recent Halloween. Yeah, yeah Brad, Brad's awesome. Brad's he's oh, our uh, like so nice. He's our favorite yeah. guy. A good friend of mine from, from before we opened the brewery, and uh, uh, he's came on staff uh, to work at the brewery while he's not on tour, uh, being big and famous out in out in the world. Uh, and that's great because as we learned on our pre- our previous interview with you, you have the music theme in your brewery. So. Is there anything going forward, another beer that you're theming with music? Team of the local... Almost all of it. Today we have uh, Con Lego, which is a wood drum series. And then we have the um, Can I Kick It? Uh, And I don't know if you guys know that song, but it's a favorite floating song for all of us at New Groove. And um, it's a hilarious song. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but have you heard it? Oh, okay, so go... When you get in your car, pull up Can I Kick It? <laughs> when you go download our podcast, download this song as well. Yeah. Uh, so just recently acquired a couple of um, uh, barrels uh, from Blackened, uh, which is a distillery making whiskey aged with black sound from Metallica Music. Uh, All three of those things sound amazing. Right. Right. The whole case study. <laughs> we're going to be released. We're going to be bringing a beer with a, uh, a new brewery in North Carolina called Prolific. Um, a, uh, a beer to put in those barrels. We won't release the details, but it's uh, it's going to be a very in, in, intense uh, music beer experience uh, with that beer. So looking forward to that one. I don't have any questions. <laughs> but Mayor's stumped. I think, I think we've all we've all been drinking we've all been drinking a lot here today. I, it's, it's, I haven't hardly drunk anything. I'm sitting here listening and trying to think, <laughs> trying to think of what I can say. Like nothing. <laughs> Stumped the mayor. Josh, April, thank you again for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you around the concourse here at Four Field. Before we cut off here, I, I heard uh, Kyle was going to be talking with you guys here in a minute. Make sure you ask him about the pretzel. The pretzel. The pretzel, yeah. Pretzels from, oh, ask him about the pretzel? Ask him about the pretzel. Okay, I got you. <laughs> That's all I got. Thank you. Thank you. That's Josh and Lovely Life April from New Groove Brewery, and uh, we'll be right back with some more content. Don't bet to watch that your granddaddy gave you on aces and eights and some more Always watch out for it.
Welcome back to Upstate Beer Boys. We're here at Floor Field for the Greenville Craft Beer Festival. And with us today, we have former guest of the show, Plank Owners Head Brewer, Kyle. Kyle, how you doing today? Uh, good, man. I'm glad to be here. It's a great turnout. It's a little cold, but it's a fun event. Definitely cold. I will attest to that. feel like I'm back in Connecticut. Um, did you bring anything? I, I noticed you had your flagship beer, John Paul Jones. I noticed you had your Nipah Mermaid Tears. Did you bring anything new? Uh, yes, we brought our, uh, our bourbon barrel-aged uh, Gravity Storm, which is a Belgian quad. Um, so we just put that on tap uh, less than a month ago, so we brought that out today. I think I had your regular one at when we previously spoke. Right, you did, yeah. <laughs> so this one, uh, a little boozier, but we did a blend between uh, Four Roses and Buffalo Trace, so it came out really nice. I like Buffalo Trace. Now, we're here at the ball field. This has been going on a few years, right, Mayor? Yep. Eight. This is the eighth year they've actually been able to do it. Kyle, is this your and Sean's first venture out here, or is your kind of a continuous face? Uh, no, this is our first time at uh, Floor Field for the Greenville Beer Fest. Um, I've done hundreds of beer fests in my time as a brewer, but first time at, at Greenville. And uh, in the spirit of... Well, Sean said it in our interview, and we've also had a couple other guests say it, a popular quote, rising tide lifts all boats. In the spirit of that, what's the vibe been like from other brewers walking up from you to you, from you walking up to other brewers? Like, what, what's, is that, how's the environment here? Oh, um, man, it's great. So, um, lots of old faces here. Um, you know, our friends at New Groove, RJ Rockers are here. Um, good to see some new faces. The guys from Magnetic South just opened up in Anderson. Um, some out-of-state guys. The guys from Service in Savannah. So it's been great. Some guys I recognize, some new faces to the industry. It's been cool. Service being a uh, veteran-based brewery, and you yourself, plank owner, and you individually being veteran-based. What's uh, did you get down down there to try that? Do you have? Did you have any prior connection to them? Uh, I've been to their brewery a couple of times. I've met the, the brewers a couple of times. Haven't got to do a collab with them yet, um, but yeah, I made it down there. They had a uh, uh, they had a good double dry hopped IPA. I can't remember the name of it now, but Messenger of the Sea, I think yes. I had it as well. It was exceptional. Yeah, that's the one I had. It was very good. Um, what? I'll put you on the spot as far as the new people you've seen and walked up to. Which one did you like the best? Uh, so probably Magnetic South out of Anderson. They had a light side of the Schwartz, which is a uh, Schwartz beer. is kind of like a dark lager. It was, it was very good. I, and that's obviously a Spaceballs reference, so I think I might have to go down there and try it too. Um, now, what t- now we've... Here, we are talking to you. You're from Plank Owner. We're talking about all these other places. Talk up yourself a little bit more. <laughs> Tell us the Plank Owner news. What Got anything on tap? Any new stuff? Any collabs? What, any guests? What are, you, what are, we, what are we thinking? Uh, yeah, so we're working on a collab with the guys from uh, Dust Off um, for the Army-Navy game in December. Uh-huh. Uh, possibly doing a, a pecan bourbon brown ale. It's kind of what we're Ooh. playing with. Ooh. <laughs> uh, We've got two new stouts coming out. 
Um, I've got one called Beggars and Thieves. It's going to be a big Imperial Stout, chocolate, coconut, vanilla, blackstrap molasses. So that's that's coming. Um, and our assistant Darian, our assistant brewer Darian, he just did his first recipe. Oh, your first recipe, I hear. Yeah, so it's a uh, oatmeal stout uh, called Brethren Court. Uh, we got a little bit of vanilla in there, and then we're going to split some off and uh, put cinnamon apples and brown sugar in it and call it Pirate King. Uh, sounds like you're ready for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make that brain work. Well, I was going to ask what kind of collaborations y'all got coming up, but uh, tell us about the food menu. We're talking beer. We talked about y'all having a little kitchen. Somebody new come in there to take care of y'all's food. How's that going? Uh, it's growing, going great, yeah. So one of the local restaurants, um, Dre Barn Grill, has opened up a second location, basically, inside Plank Owner, called Dre Cafe. Um, um, and they've, they're doing all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're doing wings, we're doing steaks, we're doing salmon, we're doing ribs. Um, different special every night of the week. Really classed up the place. High quality food, high quality guys. It's, it's been a good, great thing. It sounds like it, not just quick, simple bar food or sandwiches. You no, know, exactly. They, they've really uh, elevated the, the food to the quality of the beer, which is nice. Is there anything you could tell us? We're noticing walking around a lot at all these tents. There's people directly from the brewery or sales representatives from distributors, but there's also a lot of people helping out wearing these orange T-shirts. What's is that just kind of like an extra helping hand? And what's that been like so you can kind of break off and get a breather every now and then? So it's actually kind of a strange law here in the state of South Carolina. At the Beer Fest, the brewers or employees of the brewery are not allowed to pour their own beer. What? So they have to have volunteers, which kind of makes it nice for us as the brewers who come. We don't get stuck behind the booth. We get to kind of go out and mingle and, and try some other beers, which is nice. And in the event of people like us that are chatty Cathy's and want to come up and talk, you actually get to do that and share some experience and knowledge. Well, this is bringing you, I don't know about chatty Cathy. I'm the mouth of us three, but you're definitely breaking out of your shell. I'm impressed. I try, I try. But yeah, no, it, it definitely gives us a chance to talk to the people coming up to the booth give a little more in-depth explanation. We don't have to, you know, keep pouring beer. We can kind of break off and talk to the customers and stuff. It's nice. Are there any? I saw a uh, promotion this morning on the Instagram page about uh, these coolers you've got behind your tent. Any uh, info on merchandise or what kind of giveaways you've been doing? Uh, so we just got, like, a new load of merchandise in. Um, so we've been doing some sales. Got some new T-shirts in. We do have uh, the new the cooler, like you mentioned, is uh like a 16-can, like, soft-sided cooler. Um, we just got new shirts in. We got new hats in. Um, Going to do another big merchandise sale, probably 25 50% off for uh, Veterans Day here next week. So that should be good. All right. Good deal. That's... Ask another question, dang it. Don't make me carry another one. <laughs> hey, I'm getting you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> okay, you're just sitting here and post up then. <laughs> so... Anything else you want to share about coming? 
what you've got, what you've got today, what's been selling, what's what's kind of what you're kind of running low on the keg with, what what people have been complimenting about. Well, so we kicked uh, the bourbon barrel gravity storm first. That kicked about ten minutes ago. I did have somebody compare my New England IPA Mermaid Tears to Juicy Bits out of Weldworks from Colorado. Oh, high praise. So, huge compliment for me. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my favorite beers. So, I, you know, that, that, that was a huge compliment. I love that. And the Nipa, that, the Nipa style, that was your baby, right? That was, Sean wasn't uh, too big on doing that? Yeah, exactly. The IPAs are kind of my side of the house. Sean was, you know, a little, not wary on doing them, but he knows that's my forte. So, I kind of spearhead those. Kyle, thank you. And Darian, assistant, anything else would you like to add? Uh, I don't think so. I think Kyle pretty much explained everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again for hopping up and hopping on with us a second time. And uh, we'll give you the parting shot before we sign off. All right, awesome. I'm glad you guys are here and you guys are doing well. This is great. Thanks for letting us sit up beside you today. <laughs> hey, more exposure for us. We love it. <laughs> We'll be right back. I'm safe here, boys. Well, it's been two months since I drank a little too much. Said the wrong thing, so she packed up her stuff. Moved down to Mississippi, told her friends she never loved me. Said I was another muddle, long-haired hillbilly. I'm sitting here, drowning in a cold beer. And I won't tell her you saw me here. If she asks about me, oh, I'm rocking or won the lottery. Everybody's talking money in the bank, gas in the tank. Welcome back to the Episode Beer Boys Podcast. Wow, that was some pretty cool uh, information there from uh, Josh and Kyle. And um, man, I guess next year I really need to plan ahead and make sure that I'm off that weekend. <laughs> Silly me. Um, I know you guys set up right next to Kyle there at Plank Owner. You know, Josh and the people over at New Groove, they're fantastic. But since I wasn't there... And neither were our list. Some of our listeners probably weren't there either. Let's uh, let's hear some stories about uh, who you may have spoke with, beers you tried, you know, kind of thing. I didn't have anything wrote for this segment, so you guys are going to have to take up the slack and and fill me in. Well, Plus, I, I want to hear anything you weren't there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I uh, as far as keeping it in the Palmetto, <clears throat> I did stop by Thirteen Stripes. Um, mm -hmm. I was hoping to try their bourbon barrel age, um, and I was poured their D-Day IPA instead. That's all right, because um, I love the message behind the Veterans Day brewed beer. Of course, the hol very important holiday just passed, honoring our service members, men and women. Um, and it was it was all right. It, it tasted more like a lager to me than an IPA. Um, was no, was that their was that their fallen hero or their DD two fourteen? Um, it was. I don't know if it was two fourteen, but it was. It it was part of the DD series. It was not. No, it was not fallen hero. Fallen okay. hero was the Memorial Day beer. Right. Okay. Yes. That one. That one is a very exceptional beer by them. Great job they did on that. The barrel age one's a little a little powerful, but the the regular one is is very is very good. I can only imagine. So we're staying in South Carolina, right? 
on this. For now. Okay. <laughs> did you did you find another palm? Did you visit another <laughs> palmetto tent? <laughs> I did, but they had the South Carolina representative actually representing them. Oh. So <laughs> tie in. Tie in uh, I, I'll come back to them. <laughs> <laughs> so another near you, Casey, South Carolina, still hands. They had the coffee. They had the pecan brown. Um, I'm a coffee fan. So I've had all their beers, but I went for the coffee one at for the little pour at the beer fest. The representative that was there, I, I never could find out if she was actually from the brewery or what, but very knowledgeable about the beer and... Glad that they were able to make a, repres- a representation. Now, their coffee pecan beer is one that they pump, pump out a lot in production. Having it direct from the, well, maybe not necessarily direct from the brewery because obviously we weren't at the brewery. But as far as it being there in a keg that they brought from their location, did it taste better or any different from what you would normally grab on the grocery store shelves? No different because it was all cans. Ow! I got you. No, no keg. No keg. So, as far as the, you know, you brought up the point, you know, keg versus can. How many people or how many places brought kegs versus brought cans? Not as many. Not as many people brought kegs as I thought was going to bring. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Highland, not Highland, excuse me, Stone, um, High Wire, none of those brought Kegs. They all had cans. Still hands right. had cans. Yeah, uh, and then service. some of them were like a mixed, like a mixed bag. So they, yeah. they brought a keg and then they brought X amount of service mm-hmm. brought cans. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good segue because that's the next one I wanted to go into. <laughs> Venturing a little outside of a border in the opposite direction from where we spoke previously, service was of course in Georgia, down in Savannah. Savannah Brewing. <laughs> Service oh, not Savannah brewing. Brewing. Service Brewing. Service yeah. Brewing. Come on now. Stay on your game, Wayne. Gosh. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> it ties into the 13 Stripes. It's true. Yes, another veteran-owned beer, another veteran-owned brewery, um, heavy heavy uh, post-military presence there. And they had several beers on their table. I tried three of the four, um, one of which Stephen also tried, I believe. That was the... Pinot Colada Milkshake IPA. Yes, and I almost bought some more of it yesterday. <laughs> that one was, uh, it was good. It was pretty sweet. Um, it was, it, I mean, it, it's stacked up as far as it measuring up to other type of milkshake IPAs that I've had in the past. It had... That same kind of sweet profile, maybe not like as much of an overabundance of some kind of fruit forward taste, but it, it definitely was in the in the mix for being on par with that same type of style. Um, the other ones I had there, one was, Wayne might be proud of me for this one, one was a Pilsner by them, which the sales rep was very big on. I didn't super love it, but that's not a hit on the beer, that's just my own personal taste palette. <laughs> And then the other one, going back to my personal taste, pal, was a double dry hop IPA they had, Messenger to Sea, which I thought was exceptional. 
Now you said you took three out of the four. Why didn't you go four for four? Because I already spent a lot of time down at that tent. Okay. <laughs> poor, Steven, poor Steven was manning our banner down by Plank Owner, and I felt bad for uh, spending too much time down there. <laughs> so I was extremely impressed and proud of our producer because when we got there, and I'm going to kind of take a jab at him, not he's in a bad the, He's way. the mouth, not me. Not in a bad way. Everybody that's been listening knows that I've, or knows me personally. I've got a big mouth. I can talk to anybody. I don't have a problem with it. We got there, and he was, you know, uh, Chase was a little apprehensive mm-hmm. about, like, being a butterfly, social butterfly, just going around. And I told him, I said, I'll do all the talking. You can just add in when you want. So people started coming in at 11 o'clock for the VIP, mm. and we started talking to people, and he just, like, spread his wings, and then he said, we need to go out and about and talk. I'm outie. <laughs> and I said, well, I understand, but somebody needs to stay here, too, so that when people come up, we need to tell them. So because a lot of people were upset that we didn't have beer to sample, but then when they started listening to us – about what we did, they thought it was cool because there's not another show like us that just does beer. So oh, I was very right. proud of him. He he went off and 30 minutes went by and I'm like, man, he's still not back. I mean, I wasn't mad. <laughs> you know, to pull the curtain back a little bit, you know, our group text in the morning time, he was very apprehensive, like nervous and whatnot. And I'm like, you know. I don't see why you're nervous. You're going to a place where there's going to be tons and tons of beer. So there's nothing to be nervous about. All right. But, right. Uh, you enough, know. enough get on me. Going back to Steven's point about people being upset that we weren't serving beer. I had, you not being there with us, I was. we were still promoting your your individual paid. We put your stickers on the table. Mm-hmm. Of course, as we say every show, your handle is Wayne's Beer Delivery. Do you know how many people walked up to our banner and asked, hey, Wayne's Beer Delivery, does he really deliver beer? <laughs> I deliver my opinions on beer. <laughs> and people were upset, thinking that that's what we were there for, to promote beer delivery. <laughs> well, I hope those people don't go into Max Speed Shop and expect to get performance parts for their vehicle. <laughs> no, but you can get some dang good barbecue. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a children's show. <laughs> Dang good. So I just, I'll just go back and talk a little bit more about service. She was talking about the beer you got. Just to uh, add to that, they always do some great beers. I'm sitting here looking at, and I've been there before. Y'all too have not been able to get out, get out there yet. Definitely need to go. But, I mean, they do some crazy beers. They did a s'mores beer. They've done donut beers. They've done coconut beers. You know, we had that one, the pineapple pina colada, or pina colada beer. They do some crazy additive stuff. And every year they do an anniversary beer. And this year they did an IPA that I was trying to get some. And then, of course, they do the signature banana, Savannah banana beer. It's like a Hefeweizen type beer that I love every year. And you're not you're you're not a traditional Hefeweizen fan, are you? Uh-uh. Yeah, I didn't I'm think not. so. 
Well, to be honest with you, while I was in Tybee Island, I did message them to see if they had it and called them, and they said they didn't. If they did, I was going to venture back into Savannah, but since they didn't have it, I was stuck on the beach, you know, poor me, right? And and, and on top of that, um, you were down there, you, asked, you reached out, asked if they had that beer, the Savannah Banana, and then, like... A week or so later, I see one of our random mutual um, Instagram beer influencers, and they posted a can of Savannah banana. <laughs> and I'm like, you missed it by like two weeks, so I know. <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. <laughs> but there still are some stores down there that have it. But you didn't venture into Savannah, so. The stores I did go into, I did look at different types of beer and they did not have that particular one. Um, I think they had their uh, their Rose something IPA. Yeah, they and, had that at the beer yeah, first. That was the fourth one, the beer first. And they also had their Pilsner, which I, I almost picked up a six-pack as a kind of a, hey, Chase, try this. <laughs> hey, Chase, look what I got. <laughs> I had it already. That was what I had. <laughs> But so, a- after we go to North Carolina, we might need to take a tour south yeah. down to uh, Savannah because it seems like there's uh, quite a few places down there that uh, are pretty interesting. So their distribution for service brewing is getting better up here because mm-hmm. they do, what's it, the gun, Gunner Bunny or gunny, Gun Bunny, something like that. That comes up here, that mm-hmm. double dry hop that we had down there. Was That's all over the place. We, well, actually, we mm. both found a few cans by that recently. Yep, it mm. was at Total Wine yesterday when I went in. Hmm. Um, was there Ground Stomper or something like that beer? All of most of them all have names that are significant. Well, all of the names are significant. So, uh, uh, military service, military, or like Savannah Banana is the Local. coastal team that plays. They did a haze ball. IPAs for baseball. <laughs> it was a hazy IPA. It was good too. So, yeah, definitely if you're in Savannah, go check them out, and and definitely tell them that the Upstate Beer Boys sent you there. And we uh, also had a fun time chatting with some uh, distribution folks from North Carolina. Um, we had a couple good beers from Highwire. I think that's up in Asheville, right? Yep. Yeah. And um, I had. Forgot what the name of it was. It was like um, it's like a peach or strawberry type of lemonade sour. I thought that was very good. Well, not not super tart. Wayne might actually be able to take it. Um, not giving the pucker face. Sorry, Stephen. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> um. Yeah, the representative for them was. I mean, like very knowledgeable about beer. Very energetic. She's actually she's actually the South Carolina state uh, distributor representative, I guess you'd say. And she actually had a cool little table. You know, she set it up like Winter Wonderland with all the little snowflakes and all these giveaways she was doing. I actually had it was like a brown ale. Now, I think it was a brown ale. I think it was, yeah. But it had berries in it. Yes. And That's right, because you were supposed to keep one for the missus. Yeah, well, I was supposed to go get one for the missus, yeah. Um, very, very good beer. Very good beer. 
All right, so did you have anything a little bit more local um, that might have surprised you? I did have, and hopefully a future guest of the show, we did talk to the folks at Tetrad, and um, I did have the new beer that they brought out. It was a, it was an extra bitter. It was a, actually it was a GSP extra bitter, and those can normally be a little polarizing. Those can normally be a little polarizing, um, but that one, it was a little more on the mild side, so it impressed me. It impressed me. So that's uh, definitely folks around the upstate, around greater Greenville area, downtown, definitely venture over to Tetra and check them out because they got some they got some good stuff there and they're experimenting too with some newer brews. Yeah, that's definitely on my list of uh, places for us to go for sure. So on top of the other breweries that Chase had mentioned and that I mentioned earlier, we talked to... Uh, actually got talked to the owner of Kite Hill uh, down just before you get to Clemson if you're going from our place or leaving from the upstate. Uh, we also talked to the owner of Carolina Bauer House. I hope I'm saying that correctly. <laughs> I, I know I never do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, and, of course, we talked to Cousin down at Magnetic, Magnetic South. South, and all three are on board for doing a whole day of recording. So we'll go down to one of the one of the. I don't care which brewery we go to first. We'll go to one of them, and then we'll just jump. Stay tuned for a run of episodes from the Upstate Beer Boys around Anderson. <laughs> Upstate Beer Boys on tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like I missed out on a uh, pretty good time. Anything good. else? Uh, anything else out there? Uh, I think we had a nice little conversation with the Stone guys. They're a California brewery, but they actually we found out, and I guess we were going into the conversation a little ignorant. We found out that they do a heck of a lot of their production out of Virginia, so yeah. they're a lot more local than than we were giving them credit for. Hmm. Didn't even know that they actually have a representative that goes all over the southern states. So I definitely felt pretty dumb when I asked the guy why they had a beer from California out there, and he was not a jerk about it. You know, he could have been like, oh, are you that <laughs> dumb? Uh, you like craft beer, and you don't know that we have a representation down here? Well, he wasn't even like that. He's like, no, actually... I'm the rep for this area. And I was like, oh. Well, that's pretty cool, you know, because yeah. I didn't even know they had anything in Virginia as well. So Yeah. We didn't either. And, and, well, in Virginia, anywhere on the eastern seaboard. I mean, we just, you know, you see Stone. You're used to seeing Stone's name so often. You just assume, oh, they're just a big enough place. They can distribute wherever they want. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the guy was really cool, so. So, before we leave, fellas, I just want to give out a huge thank you to John Sharkey. I know I've mentioned his name before. Uh, for giving us the opportunity to be at the Greenville Beer Fest and to be able to get our names out, get our show out, and to be able to talk to breweries and bring in the light to the upstate that a lot of, a lot of people 
even listeners don't know that there's so many great breweries out there that are family-owned, veteran-owned, so have you. So I also want to give a huge shout-out and thank you to Promotion Graphic, uh, Upstate Realty and Associates, and again, also John Sharkey. So if you would like to promote your local business on our show, please contact us by email at upstatebeerboys at gmail.com. Well, folks, that brings us to the end of our show. Catch us on the next episode. Take it away, Chris. We're just boys. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondales, IPAs, Cider Stouts from the USA. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Upstate beer boys.